One night in the dark, <clears throat> I phone for a taxi. Immediately, a taxi crashes through the wall. Never mind that my room is on the third floor. <laughs> or that the yellow driver is really a cluster of canaries arranged in the shape of a driver. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Christopher Citro. Today, I'm reading prose poems by Russell Edson from his recent book, Sea Jack, published in 2009 by University of Pittsburgh Press. Born in Connecticut in 1935, poet and playwright Russell Edson is the father of the prose poem in America. Of Edson, former poet laureate Charles Simic has written, If it's funny, then obviously it can't be serious, people will tell you. I disagree. Still, almost everybody prefers to be pitied than to be laughed at. For every million poems lamenting the cruel fate of a much maligned and endlessly suffering soul, we get one funny Russell Edson poem. The Hunger A man puts his head in a hat, but the hat thinks he's feeding it and begins to swallow his head. No, no, hat, I'm just completing my costume. But his hat begins to suck his head like a huge mouth nursing a breast, sucking the milk of his thoughts into its crown. But not only his hat, even his shoes are swallowing him, a two-headed creature turning his legs into the prongs of a tuning fork and vibrating him to death with road rhythms and footfalls, swallowing him down into the stomach of its distance. But not only his shoes, the rooms of his house are discovered to be the several stomachs of a monstrous cow where he paces back and forth like a cud of grass. Dear Self A man writes a letter to himself. Dear Self, I would like to know your plans that I might make mine accordingly. He writes back. Dear Self, that's an interesting question. I suppose just hang around until death, then nothing. He writes back, Dear self, there must be something more than just the waiting. He writes back, Dear self, I cannot think what, just the waiting. Would you consider suicide? He writes back, Dear self, that's something I'd have to think about. He writes back, Dear self, please write soon. Don't keep me waiting. Thinking is all I seem to do these days. The Transfigurations He was able to turn amphibians into princes. Scientists had come from all over the world to view the transfigurations. As they watch, he brings out a frog. See, gentlemen, a frog. Oh, yes, a frog. It's so green, someone sighs. Then he kisses it, and suddenly a prince. That's disgusting, someone cries. He brings out another frog and places a prolonged kiss on the green little mouth, and suddenly another prince. But that's not scientific, someone cries. Yes, gentlemen, but such good fun. It cannot be done, so stop doing it, they cry. Why, it's not even manly. And still he kisses another frog and makes another prince, and then another, and still another. Now all the scientists are on the floor screaming and kicking, beating the floor with their fists, some pulling clumps of hair out of their beards. The princes, with minds as blank as newborn infants, can only watch in bewildered witness. Space Journey 
I create a spaceship and lift off through the warm haze of a summer evening, the sky just beginning to darken in the east. I am now far enough away to see the earth as a bluish ball slightly deformed by shadow. The earth, my home, is very beautiful. I think of mountains and oceans, clouds that move over great cities inventing elephants and whales in the sky. Suddenly, a small dwarf crawls out from under the control panel, holding an ice pick. There's no ice on board, and I wonder why he has an ice pick. He smiles and runs the point into my chest. Why? I ask. But then I die before he can answer, if, indeed, there was an answer. On The Poets Weave Today, you've been listening to poetry by Russell Edson. I'm Christopher Citro.